Welcome to the Wealth Radar podcast, where we scan the landscape and navigate the noise of investing in personal wealth. I'm Paul Fowler, and I'm joined by my brother Jason. We are certified financial planners from Fowler's Group. And in the next couple of episodes, we're going to discuss all things retirement. We're going to do our first, I guess you call it a retirement series. Our first series, although I think it's only two parts. I don't know if a series can be two parts, but hey, let's, I guess the Bledisloe, Bledisloe Cup's two parts, so yeah, let's run, well, let's call it the Retirement Bledisloe Series. How's except that, except the Aussies work? will win for the first time in a <laughs> yeah. long time. Well, they will at the moment. Yeah, yeah. All right, so this series has come about from a series of questions that have been asked from clients and others about how much do I need to retire? Now, most people would think that talking about the amount of money is a perfect place to start when we're talking in a retirement series. However, our experience as planners has shown that unfortunately most people haven't actually really planned for what retirement means to them. Uh, We've experienced that many clients have struggled with the transition to retirement, particularly men. So before chatting about the money, we thought it'd be better to start with a discussion around why it's actually really important to plan for this major life transition. Yeah, I got, it was brought about, I got a, um, I met with uh, actually the Queensland chairman of the Million Dollar Roundtable. Okay. Um, and they're they up here and we we're just talking about a few things and sharing a few things. And he came across this TED talk um, by Dr. Riley Moynes, which I think we might, and we thought, oh, I had a, had a look through it and thought, yeah, this is, there's some good stuff in here. So we, I thought we'd do a bit of a, a review or an overview of what he, what he spoke about and we might link it to the Facebook page at the at the back end of that. So I think that's the main area we'll, we'll talk about. What I want to do touch on because obviously once you go into TED Talks, you... Down the rabbit hole that is TED Talks. <laughs> you go, you Google and you, and you look at a heap of different things. So I, I think one part, if we're talking about the psychology rather than the money in, in this episode, um, one area that we need to look about is, uh, I guess, the ageing or embrace ageing, I guess, yep. for everyone because uh, the, human, the human brain, I think, takes a no matter what it is, it takes a negative view first before a positive view. Yeah, it's almost like a defence mechanism. If there's something negative, we focus on how we're going to solve it rather than focus on the positives that may come if that yeah, doesn't ever happen. exactly. Well, you mentioned in the in the last episode that we did that from an investment point of view, people are more are twice as much worried about a negative return than yeah, yeah. before they think about a positive. Yeah, a, a, yeah. a sizable loss will impact yeah. far more fearful than actually a positive gain. Yeah, so I've got a few stats here about, okay. about ageing now. Um, here's a funny thing about statisticians, right? So if you get a statistician, sorry, this is a little side <laughs> side action. You get a statistician and lie him um, headfirst in a fridge. Yep. And his feet in the oven. Yep. And you ask him how he felt. He'd say, "On average, I feel okay." There you go. There's <laughs> <But laughs> a dad joke of everyone. <laughs> but um, they say now there's one in five is going to live to a hundred, right? Wow. Which is so retirement's different now because we're we're living a lot longer. But nine out of ten people actually worry about. Aging. Yep. Um, not quite sure where I get that. Do your own research about the stats. I didn't get it from Wikipedia, but it's, it's funny. So nine out of ten worry about it, and yet a hundred percent of us are getting older. Hundred percent of us are getting older. Nine out wow. of ten worry about it. So yeah, we need to think about flipping it, flipping that in the head, and just being more positive to to start with. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing that's sort of mm. interesting in that is that people think about retirement, and you know, without getting into the money, people think about retirement and age pension and the government helping. But essentially, when that was introduced the average age that people would live past work was about six or seven years. Yeah. Right? Oh, is that where you were going? No, Sorry. no, no. no, no. It's, it's funny you say that because um, while I was doing my – in that in that rabbit yeah. hole, um, there was a section there, I think it was uh, Oswald 
Bismarck, who's a German, I don't know if he's a yep. president or chancellor, whatever they, they called him over there. So this is in the late 1800s. I think he brought in the first government pension yep. into Germany, I think, around the world, yep. right? So basically what he said, is, what it was, was that once you um, reach age 65, you can stop work and the government will sort of pay, pay your way into retirement. And at that point in time, the uh, life expectancy was actually age forty-seven. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and the and he didn't kick it into sixty or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly right. And, and it's interesting, right? So that we've had this transition. Like in Australia, we had the age pension when it mm. was first brought in. I think it was sixty, and it got transitioned to sixty-five, and now it's sixty-seven. Mm. Um, and yet, when it was first introduced, I think in Australia, the average life expectancy was actually sixty-two or something. So. Yep. They weren't going to pay it for very long. And, that, and I'm, you know, a book that we're going to come and do a review on, and I think I touched on it last episode as well, The Psychology of Money, talks about the fact that people now spend almost as much time in retirement yep. as they do working, whereas once upon a time... Yeah. And that's why I think that's, you know, leading into this conversation that um, Dr Moynes had, and we'll, and as we say, we'll paraphrase it in our, in our words, it's actually really important to think about what that means to mm. you. And, yes, money's important, and we'll talk about the number in the next episode, but you've now got a lot of time yep. and what are you going to do with your time? Yep. A third of our lives, a third of our lives wow. will be spent in, re in retirement. So Dr Moynes talks about the four phases of, yep. of retirement, right? So phase one, which I think is the phase everyone thinks about, that's just uh, what retirement is to, to most people, right? Which is the, I get to a, an age, I stop work and all of a sudden I've got, I can do what I want. It's like vacate, we'll call it vacation time, right? Vacation phase, yeah. Do yep. what I want, when I want. You know, I'm not no set routine. I don't have to answer to anyone. I just, I'm just on the whim. Yeah, I guess. Ex yeah. exactly. And I think you're right. If you if you mention the word retirement to most people, mm. I reckon that's the first sort of image that comes into their their head. That the interesting thing, and he talks about it in the TED talk, and we know this from experience in talking to people, is that on average that lasts for in, in my experience, no more than eighteen months. For yep. some people, it's about three or four months. I've had a couple of clients yep. that went, well, I'm three or four months down and that would seem cool, but what do I do now? I'm bored. Yep. You know, I've had a couple of clients go back to work <laughs> yep. because they did. I had, I've only ever had one client and it's funny, he was the guy that was most hesitant about retiring and probably worked longer than most people because he goes, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I remember meeting him at his first review after retirement um, and he, he said to me, I don't know how I've had the time to work because I've got all these things that I mm. did in my life that suddenly I filled it. So he was one of the lucky ones, right? He didn't go into retirement, into the vacation phase. He just jumped straight into a whole bunch of things. But for most people, it's a, it's a drain, right? Yeah. Well, well, Dad talks about – Dad doesn't even use the word retirement. And a lot of time no. we don't. We just talk about um, being financially independent, right? Mm. So it's basically you get up to, out of bed and you don't necessarily have to stop work. If that's what you love doing and that's what you love filling your day in, then, then you do it. Yep. You don't have to, but that's what you do. It's yep. in, and, that, and that's the important bit. But you, as you said, we go through this vacation phase. There's only so many cruises you can go on. Every, yep. You tour Australia, do do all that. Yep. Um, but once that's done, have you thought past that? What do we do then for the next 28, 20, 27 years? And that's then what happens, what what Dr. Rowley talks about, then what happens, you start questioning, well, that was good. What do I, what what do, am I do doing? Now? What, what yep. am I doing with my life? What, what do I do? And then that's when he said you fall into – phase two, which yeah. is... And he said, essentially, if you're thinking like that, you're already in phase two. Yeah, right? which... Which we're calling the... We call... I don't know what he called it, but he talked about the Ds and this five thing, but we're going to call it the black hole, yep. right? Yep. Where you fall into this sense of feeling lost. You know, I've got, who am I? What's my purpose? What defines me? How am I going to spend my time? Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? Um, and it's a really... 
it can be for some people a really dark phase, mm. right? Where you, you know, the, as I said, a lot of my clients um, that I can think back, and mostly men who whose entire being or sense of purpose has been what they did in the workforce. They had, you know, they they had they'd risen to reasonable roles, and they're not just men, women as well. But they've gone through, and and life has defined who they were to a certain extent. Yeah. And then they've gone through this refinement phase. They may have had the money. That's fine. But then they've gone wrong. Well, I'm lacking a sense of being, it's right? A, yeah, a sense of meaning, a sense of value. Yeah. What What am I here for? You know, that. yeah, you're there for the grandkids and and, and, and you do all yep. that, but you're not doing that 365 days, days a week, a every day. What, what's right. ticking your brain over? Um, I think a big thing is relationships. Yes. So you go through your working life, I don't know, 40 years, 50, whatever it is, 40, 50 years, um, you finally stop working. All of a sudden those relationships you had in the workforce that you would do five days a week, discussing, throwing things around, having conversations, having fun, they'd, they stop because not everyone retires on the same day. Yep. Not even all your friends retire on the same day. So they may still be working and you're not working. So there's this, what do you what do? You do? I think yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's really it's, hard to come to grips with. It is, it is. And Dr. Uh, Dr. Moynes talks about the fact that this is the phase that that in a lot of places for people leads to potentially, we, whether it's actual diagnosed depression or a sense of depression, yep. but for a lot of people it is. It, like, you just go into this massive sense of loss. He also, you know, to touch on the retirement, um, the relationship bit, he talks about this is the period of time where divorce rates actually escalate again, mm. right? Because in some ways, you know, if you've been um, married for a long period of time, but you haven't actually spent a lot of time in each other's yeah. pockets, I, you know, in, in, a, in a different way, I, I think about um, we, look, well, I'm, I'm not retired, but over the last couple of years, we've transitioned from having kids at home all the time, you know, and Sue's been a stay-at-home mum, which has been fantastic for our kids, but I was really, we were really worried about what that would mean for her, a bit mm. like this retirement, so where her, a lot of what she had done, she wasn't, wasn't defined by the kids, but a lot of her activity was about making sure the kids were here or doing that or whatever, and then suddenly she's going to go to a house with nobody in it, you know, I'm continuing to work and what would that mean for but our relationship? Same thing, that's her sense of purpose. Correct. Her purpose was to make sure that Absolutely. kids were looked after and do, and now they they can do their own thing to a, to an extent, they still rely on her, but it's different. Yeah, it's very yeah, different. It's and, groups with it. yeah. and, and if, you, if you've managed through that transition, to, that there's, a, there's actually statistically a high divorce rate there as well. Um, as people, you, you know, get something? Is no, 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 all right? You're all <laughs> so good? far we're good. No, it's, it's actually okay. been easier than I thought. But, um, but at retirement, that's the same thing. Suddenly you're back in each other's mm. pockets again if you're, if, you, if, you, if you're partnered up. If you're not, you, you're on your own, right? And, and human beings are social beings, right? And so if we haven't practiced how that works, this phase, unfortunately, for some people, some people never get out of this phase. And that's, that's really sad. And it doesn't matter how much money they've got. If you, if, you, if you don't get through and feel good about yourself as a human being, then not only, you know, life expectancy, unfortunately, gets shortened. Right, yep. and yep. and it's that what we said before. It's that sense of being that purpose. You know, if you haven't got it, the but, good news is, yeah. What I well, what I hope if people listen to this and listen to the TED talk is the important thing he, he talks about that everyone is going to go in this phase. Yes, doesn't matter who you are, no, you're going to be in it, and it's it's recognizing that. And I think that's important, people, because people that don't recognize it, as you said, just get get stuck in the black hole and and don't know get out, and it just becomes normality, right? So it's being able to get out of it. So he talks about moving into this, recognising it, and then moving into this stage he calls stage three, which is which basically a trial and error. Yeah, stage. we're going to call it trial and error. We'll call it that, yeah, get out and do something. Yeah, and he said, and there's either something ticks in you, you go, right, oh, I now need to go and find something. So 
generally in this phase, people go out and try everything, right? Mm. Including things they've never done before, right? Um, you know, maybe they play mahjong, maybe they take up golf again. In lots of cases, I think, in, in, if, I'm, if I remember correctly in this TED Talk, he talks about most people get into this through this phase by actually reuniting and developing relationships. He talks about having a walking group yep. that he was part of. So it's, it's that sense of coming back together with other people and trying things with other people and bouncing, bouncing off it, that. It's interesting. He has this walking group. I liked his story, actually. So, uh, yeah, a group of fellas get together. Uh, every morning they go for a walk and the, and the idea is someone's got to come up with a topic. And, they, and on that walk, they go for an hour or whatever, they just discuss that particular topic. And this TED Talk was born out of one of the topics was, well, what are we going to do in, in retirement? And that's why he sort of created this TED Talk because he had a bit more to think about it. But I think that's a good one. Can you imagine going for a stroll with your mates and say, right, yeah, your turn to, geez, you discuss some some different topics, but how cool would it be? Yeah, it would and be. make your mind think and... Yeah, your mind will just keep ticking over and over and over, which I think is important as well. Keep that mind pumping. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, health is health is about a whole bunch of things, but the brain is a really mm. important um, organ, and it needs to be fed right, and generally needs to be fed with information and stimulated by relationships and thoughts and feelings and emotions, right? Um, and I think that that's a great yeah. tip in that is that if our people are feeling lost now, whether that's as I said, if you're on your own, find a sense of people that. Um, People, every, everyone has people in their history, right? And sometimes mm. they come to back together in different ways and find mates and it's just, it's important. Particularly, yep. what's well, certainly important in the black hole phase to find a way to get out, right, if you're struggling with that. But certainly in this next phase of trial and error, it's about experiences, it's about rebuilding relationships, it's about getting that sense of purpose and, back. And, and finding something you love and just keep trying, you'll fail, you'll try, you'll fail and, that, and that's important. I mean... We've got a, a good mate and a, a client of ours that sort of just started in retirement. And to me, I, I don't know, to me it feels like he's gone, maybe skip phase two, but Dr Ollie says you don't. But he's his purpose at the moment, he's retired, but he's working harder than anything goes. That he helps out on different stations around yeah, yeah. North Queensland. Yeah, yeah. That, that's his thing. Him and his wife just go from station to station, fixing fences, helping out wherever they can. And, and having a ball of a time and found purpose, meaning and loving it and really enjoying, that's how they're doing retirement yeah, yeah. at the moment. Which is interesting because they were going to just travel. Yeah, but it's interesting. But they're they're still that. doing it. Well, they're still mm. doing the travel. They're just doing it in a different way, yeah, right? Because yeah. they're, they're actually experiencing that transit and living. But it's all about relationships rather than spending a whole bunch of time. You know, like people do the – I know a number of clients that do the Grey Nomad stuff and have gone and done that. But generally all of them, if I think about it, might have started with the basis that we'll just go and do it. Yep. They all end up travelling – with a group of people, whether it's the same people or if there's a group of half a dozen and they mix and mingle and whatever, but, you know, we're social animals, right? Exactly. And it's yep. that interaction and it's the life experiences together that are actually really important. And, and through that interaction, you find different ideas and, and different things that you're going to try and that, and that may be – it may be something that you wouldn't have even thought of right now, but because you're doing that interaction, having those relationships, something comes left field, you find a passion for that and, and away you go. And hopefully, hopefully – um, well, what he says about this this phase is that there's two ways you can go. One, you can fall back into phase two. Two, yeah. If, if you don't find anything, you keep doing the trial and error and don't find anything or, or, or give up or whatever. Um, but then what he calls uh, – we call it utopia anyway. I can't remember his he, I think he called it, it squeezing the juice out of retirement, which was the question that got asked on the walk. Uh, okay, squeezing the juice out of retirement. So we call it uto uh, utopia, which is you're basically doing what you love – You've got the passion for it. It gets you out of bed in the morning, um, gives you the drive, gives you purpose, gives you all those all those things. And he said that's hard, but if you find it, 
Yeah. It's it's utopia. Yeah, and it's interesting if I use, I mean, I speak about dad in, mm. in a way because he's, you know, he's one of the better examples and he's talked about the fact that he, you know, in listening to these talk, he's recognised the phases yeah. that he's gone through and he hasn't really ever stopped work, right? He Because work was something that he really enjoyed um, and though I would say he was, he would say he's been financially independent for, I don't know, yeah, 10, 12 years, right? Yep. In his brain, the minute that he stopped hiring and firing people, he, his stress went away mm. <laughs> um, and he enjoys it. But what he's finding now is that, you know, he wasn't a golfer. He enjoyed, he did a bit of gardening, enjoyed it, but that was sort of his trial and error phase and now he's hired a gardener to do that so he's happy to assist but not have the sense mm. of purpose for it. But one of the things he's working with is he really loves spending time and upskilling other people, right? That's one of his passions. And so he's coming back into the firm now and spending time with some of the newer advisors from some of the newer employees mm. and starting to share some of his wisdom and and upskill them and pass some of his knowledge on because that's what gives him passion. Mm. Like he's one of his biggest things because he's been involved in community organisations and been part of it. He, he's written a blog which is going to go up on the... The, the website in the next couple of days, I think yeah, he shared that with you yesterday, yeah. where he talks about teamwork. And so for him, a big big part of his entire life has been about being part of something with other people, right? Whether it was uh, footy teams, whether it was the surf club, whether it was mates at school, whether it was people he worked with in the MLC, whether it became family and wider networks and, and just talk about how that sense for him, that sense of being part of something that's bigger than yourself, yep. is actually where he's found his, his yeah. purpose and his passion, right? And if he can give back to that... He's happy as and, a pig. And for a lot of people, it's it's consulting. I only met with a client yesterday and we we're, were talking about this because I was saying, I was letting him know we're going to have a bit of a, a, a podcast about what we're doing. And he said, oh, here's an interesting story because they're, um, um, they're farmers right. in, in, in North Queensland, really, really successful business. Anyway, his old man has got a, a couple of older mates that are in town at the moment. And one of them is a 96-year-old. Wow. Who spends, um, he spends a winter up, up here, up in Port Douglas. Um, and he said he is like he is the grandfather of that the apple industry back in back in the day. So he is the the first person that um, I think ripened appled under a controlled sort of you know oh, apples yeah, 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 yeah not yeah, apple yeah. phones yeah, apples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's yeah no, I had a sense that you were talking about. The yeah, say so, um, under a controlled environment. And he said he still gets up five o'clock every morning, consults to different farmers at ninety six, wow. and is more active than anyone you could ever imagine. He just bought the first fully electric Lexus. Because he wanted to be the first at ninety six. Who does that? Like buys a fully electric car at at ninety six, and it just goes show. And he'd retired. I don't know how many years ago, but that's his passion because he's consulting. But what Dr. Riley says, which I thought was that was really powerful, is that most people when they get to this phase, it's the thing that drives them is giving back, yes. whether it be to the community, whether it be to you know a charity, whether it be giving back like dad does you know giving back providing advice and consulting yep. and, and and helping people that is that seems to be once you get to this phase that is that's the core yeah that absolutely gives you the meaning yeah absolutely because he said that the, for lots of people for the most as i said we're, we're social animals for most people their their ultimate core sense of purpose when people find that is about helping others mm. right and 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 empowering others and improving others and i think it's such a powerful thing yeah and, and i think that you know given all of that stuff when most people come in, we, we talk about planning. You know, Dad talks about the, the common phrase, 
piss poor planning leads to piss poor performance, right? Yep. In a sense, most people think about the number, but they haven't actually thought about the life transition, which was the purpose of this, right? And I think we need we. It's important on us as as advisors and as and. I think part of this, why I wanted to have this discussion before we talked about anything else, was to give a sense of it's, the earlier you start thinking, it's like anything, the earlier you start thinking about it, possibly, I would hope, mm. not only will you have a more successful outcome, as Dr. Riley said, everyone will go through the four phases, but hopefully you'll go through phase two and hopefully potentially phase three a bit quicker yep. than people who haven't actually planned and thought and mentally started to prepare yeah, not, for what life is. It's not like you've got to be... 55 and come up with no. the answer, right? It's But if your mind's like anything, if you're thinking about it, when you get to that point, subconsciously in the background, your mind's working overtime and it just makes makes things easier. So um, what we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll post that YouTube on the... Yeah, we'll put on, it in the on, comments on the, on the or Facebook however we do that and on Facebook. Here, here, here's a couple of things for you that I, that I read about as well. So retirement, right? Yep. I'm actually starting not to like the word retirement because in yeah. Australia it just means you're finishing. Yeah, Um correct. And to me, it's like you're finishing from work, right? You're not finishing from life. I think yep. that's, the, the, that's the, real, really the real important part. But in Japan, retirement loosely translates to the reason why you get up in the morning. That's what retirement translates to in wow. Japanese and in Spanish. Wow, here we go. Because you know I know my Spanish. Yeah, I yeah. love my Spanish. Um, it means jubilation. So there you go. So they just have a positive spin on spin it. on retirement. Yeah, which comes back to where we started. One of your comments at the beginning, right, mm. is that the human motion or the human brain focuses on the negative risk, right? That's how we're wired to save ourselves. Yep. But if we turn this around and, and retirement or financial independence as we talk about it, maybe, you know, maybe we need to actually use the Spanish terminology, however you pronounce it. Jubilation. <laughs> Whatever. I don't, I don't anyway. think that was French. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Not sure quite sure what <laughs> but, but I think, look, I think the important thing is you've got to, Plan to what you do. Try and find something that excites you, gives you purpose. Because um, once you got that, you just think about like where you are now, right? So have you got an awesome Friday and Saturday night planned, right? The, the Monday to, to Monday to Thursday, the lead up to your Friday, yeah. Saturday, what an awesome week it is. So if you can sort of plan and have, and have something that excites you, it makes the whole week a, a, a positive week. So Absolutely. that's a, a good way to look at it. Um, but, yeah, so that's uh, – that's I think my that's thoughts. Been, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's been a, an interesting conversation. It's a bit short and sharp, but I think that it was just a good scene setter for next week when we actually get down to the, well, in our way, the nitty gritty, right? Because there's a lots of ways to, to skin it. We'll actually talk about the money and money absolutely plays a part in this, right? Because you can have utopia, but um, if you don't, money is the means to the end, right? Yeah. And as I said earlier, if you can solve for the money and you can think about the planning, then your, your transition through these phases will be less stressful or at least it's one less thing so next but, we're but, but Jason about it's important to think about what you're gonna do because that's going to help with what's the money that you're going to need yeah and to it to a certain extent uh, absolutely in. and and I think when we'll talk about this briefly next week but one of the ways that it, mentally you need to transition to that um, is that if you can figure out what your purpose and your passion is from a monetary point of view most people would be st- most, other than most people who really love, you know, most people love what they do, otherwise they wouldn't be doing it, right, yep. and and have got that. But from a monetary point of view, people spend more money on Saturdays and Sundays, at least I do, yep. than Monday to Friday because I've actually got all working hours to do that mm. um, and that's part of that transition. So we've got to think about what we do and there's life expenses that we have to have, but if we're working in our area of purpose and passion, then we want to have the capacity to be able to, 
make sure that we can do that. And they may have a monetary impact as well. Yep. And it's all about planning. But planning without purpose is just a piece of paper. Yep. And, and that's the big lesson we've learned. So hopefully you listen back in next week. Um, head to the um, Wealth Radar Facebook page and let us know about your thoughts about today and whether that's something we can do a bit more expanding on. Um, please keep sending the questions in. There was I noticed that we had a post up about Ask Us Anything. There's three or four things that have come in. Um, one of those things I think we actually answered last week in, yep. in Peter's um, episode. Um, so you know hopefully we'll, we'll get through those and we'll keep getting back to those we want to you know when we got a few together we'll do a whole episode but we'll do a q and i think and get through it so please um like the page share it around spread the word and we'll look forward to talking to you in, in episode two in a fortnight second second game of the blues life excellent all right thanks very much and we'll see you next time see you later cheers This podcast is for informational purposes only and the information contained is of a general nature and may not be relevant to your particular circumstances. The circumstances of each investor are different and you should seek advice from a professional financial advisor who can consider if particular strategies and products are right for you. In all instances where information is based on historical performance, it is important to understand this is not a reliable indicator of future performance. You should not rely on any material on this podcast to make investment decisions and should seek professional advice. Fowler's Group ABN 5710524484 is an authorised representative number 230575 and credit representative number 403265 of FYG Planners Propriety Limited ABN 55094972540 Australian Financial Services and Credit Licence Number 224543